Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. My name's DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movie news, some TV news, and some comic book stuff as well. This is the 64th episode of the podcast show, which is happening on December 31st, 2017. So, here are a few things I'm going to talk about during the podcast. The first up is thumbs up, thumbs down. We have a few things here, like um, some news, some images, and even a few trailers as well. So, the first thing up is um, possible um, Fox superheroes that's going to be popping up in Avengers 4. Who knows? They might just because the whole Fox-Disney merger actually happened. So, a lot of Fox um, properties came over to Marvel now. So, here's the first list. First person, well, first list, first group of people are the Fantastic Four. Um, they could possibly purchase the Avengers Tower from Tony Stark. That's a possible way for them to get inside, which I don't mind just because when you see the Avengers, you also think about um, at least Mr. Fantastic. You think about him in there as well. So seeing the fact that they could possibly push them all in there would be kind of cool. Plus, I wouldn't mind seeing every single um, Fantastic Four member show up at least once in the Avengers and, you know, have the, the you know, the, the contrast between other characters. So, you have um, Ben Grimm, um, Mr. Thing, or the Thing, either one you want to say, have him go against, like, the Hulk, you know, have, like, the buddy kind of situation with that one. You have Miss um, Fantastic, well, Invisible Woman. Um, you have her, and then you have um, Johnny Storm. So, uh, kind of cool to see all of them come in there, if possible. The next one is uh, probably an easy one, which is Deadpool. Um, though, this one is a little different because he's rated R. So, what you're going to have to do is either, one, cool down his his cursing quite a bit and his crude language um, of any sorts. Because, you know, most of these Avengers movies are PG-13. So... I'm not sure. I probably wouldn't want to see that in um, Avengers 4 just because he's a good character, but for this franchise, it's kind of hard to put him in there without it being like a rated R property. So something like another Wolverine movie, but kind of kind of cool to see him actually pop up into, but not for Avengers. I'd rather not see him there. Um, another possible group of people could be in there is um, Cable and X-23. Cable, possibly... If they want to do like a time travel situation. But again, he's somewhat like Deadpool in a way. Just because when you see this character, he's a very gruesome character. He's from the post-apocalyptic um, scenario of the X-Men franchise. So it would be kind of weird to see that happen. Plus X-23 is the clone of uh, Wolverine 2. And she's kind of gruesome. But not too much than other two characters I just mentioned not too long ago. So she might be a possibility for that one. Another possibility is the X-Men because, you know, they got all of them in there. So it'd be kind of cool to introduce more characters. As I mentioned before um, in previous podcasts, I've mentioned that Mr. Fantastic is part of the Illuminati, quotation marks, I'm doing quotation marks, sorry. Um, You have Mr. Fantastic, you have... um, uh, Black Panther, you have also um, Beast as well, and you have um, Nemo, I believe. It's, it's quite a few characters that 
told like the the top echelon of people there. So it'd be kind of cool to see that happen, especially in this um, Avengers um, storyline, just because that's what they're doing now. And they couldn't get those characters before. So now that they have them, it'd be kind of cool to see those key Avengers, or Avengers, key um, X-Men actually pop up in the next Avengers movie. Which leads me to the next character that we can mention is Galactus. He's a very big, big, big villain of sorts. It'd be kind of cool to see him pop in as well. Possibly towards like a credit scene that'll open up Phase 4. Because, you know, Marvel has their their whole things planned out. And seeing Phase 4 with a, a big bad as Galactus will be the next step, basically. Because, you know, when you beat Thanos, who do you go... Who do you go to next, basically? Who's the big bad that they have to face? Galactus is one of those people where he's very, very huge. And it might take just a, a truckload of folks to take him on. And I wouldn't mind seeing him in like a phase four kind of thing. Um, another one is possibly Scarlet Witch in there that changes the time reality and inputs all of the Fox properties. Which, no, I'd rather not see that. It's, it'll be too much just to add in all of them in there. Especially, as, as I just mentioned, Deadpool and Cable. I'd rather them stay separate and do their own thing on the side. And maybe join over every now and then, but rather not. Um, so out of these whole things, I'd rather see Fantastic Four, some X-Men, and definitely Galactus. Out of this whole bunch. So so far at this list, I will give this a thumbs up. Um, these possible people that come as that could come into Avengers Four would be kind of cool things to see. I, I wouldn't mind seeing all these. Well, some of these folks actually pop in. So that's my thoughts on that one. Um, next up topic I have here is the Grownish reviews. So this is a Blackish spinoff for the eldest daughter, which is um, Zoe, I believe her name is. So. I could be honest, I haven't watched too much of the show. I might have watched, like, one episode and, like, different clips. Um, but for me, when I think about this show, I think about um, Tracy Ellis Ross and Anthony Anderson. So when I'm hearing about this daughter and the fact that she got a spinoff of her in college, basically, it sounds okay, I, I guess. But from what they've mentioned so far, lacking energy... And it shows some kind of promise, which I could only imagine just because when I think about this whole um, TV um, universe, I only think about those two characters I just mentioned not too long ago, um, the Drake character and the Rainbow character. So when I see this one here, they mentioned that most of the jokes fall flat, which I can see it happening. For, for me, when I think about this whole TV series... I think about these two characters plus um, Morris Fishburne's character and seeing how funny they are. But I'm kind of like on the older side. So when I think about this, I don't think about the daughter. I think about the parents and how their experiences normally correlates with my experiences or my viewpoints on things. So f- for me, seeing that it lacks energy, I'm going to give it a thumbs middle because I know that it might pick up steam sometime soon, hopefully, but but it has a, a better chance of doing that just because 
they could input all the characters from Blackish and possibly have where Anthony Anderson jumps in quite quite often just to make sure the daughters are right. You can have where you put more of Loris Fishburne and even some of um, Trace Ezra's Ross and do all that good stuff right there. So I'm hoping that in the future that this um, this TV series would do better than what what is tracking right now because right now what is tracking is it's gonna really bump off really hard because um it doesn't pick up until like episode three from what they mentioned um this is all speculation just because this hasn't aired yet and um on the free forum but folks have been able to see uh a good number of episodes so far so i'm gonna just take it with a grain of salt hopefully it works out for the best but I, I can only imagine why it's not going to do as well as it should be doing. So the next thing I have up here is um, 15 movies you should see according to Screen Rat in 2018. Um, their first one being The Post, which um, stars Meryl Streep and um, Tom Hanks. So I've seen trailers for this, and... Hmm, I'm okay with this movie. It's not my cu- cup of tea. I know that. Um, for the most part, it it covers the Viet- Vietnam War. And it seems like, you know, it's the, the perfect role for Tom Cruise because that's his kind of... Tom Cruise? <laughs> Tom Hanks. Um, because that's his kind of, like, wheelhouse, especially that it's a Steven Spielberg film as well. So that's both their wheelhouses right there. So for me, uh, I'm okay with that one. Um, Paddington 2... It's supposed to be coming out um, on January 12th. I'll see how it goes. For for me, it looked all right from the trailers. I've seen at least two trailers so far, and I wasn't really a fan of the first one. It's a cool, you know, um, franchise so far, and I, I want to see a little bit more from it, but not too much because I, I never really um, play with the, the, the toy that much and the bear, so it doesn't really hit home for me, so... For for me, I, I want to see how it goes. Um, um, forward from the sec- second movie. So let's see what what happens. Another movie on this list is Proud Mary, which, yeah, I, I'm not sure. This whole thing this it seems weird. I want to see t- what Taraji comes up with. Mom, um, she's supposed to be a a hit person. A sort of, I was about to say hit man, but hit person. Um, you can see that. And see exactly what comes about this whole thing. Just because Proud Mary seems okay. But from what I see in the trailers, there's some people that do action well. And I'm not sure if she can. I'm not sure. It it looks weird. It feels like how I felt when I saw Denzel Washington do his action scenes for The Book of Eli. Which I really don't like his action scenes there. And for... um, the uh, the uh, the last one he did with when he's like a it works in like a Home Depot I can't remember the name of the movie for the life of me but I didn't like the one that that also the Equalizer yes that's the movie the Equalizer I didn't like the action in that one played the whole time clock thing maybe but everything else looked weird and he's at the age now where it's like it's unbelievable so that does besides me ranting off on that kind of thing ah I'm not good um another one here is um, Maze Runner. So this one, I can be honest, I haven't watched the second one. I watched the first one, I liked that one. Second one, I was supposed to go see it, but then I missed it. 
And this third one looks okay. It doesn't look... I, I might have to go watch the second one just because the if I didn't see a second one, then I'm definitely not going to be as invested as I am for this one. So I'm not going to go too much into it because I haven't watched the whole um, second one at all. Um, this other one that's on this list is Cloverfield 3, which it should be cool. Um, Cloverfield Lane was in there, but it wasn't really like a sequel of sorts. But that was a good movie. I liked it quite a bit. Um, Cloverfield 1 was pretty cool concept of, of a film. So I, I want to see more from this whole franchise. And possibly there's going to be some other cool kind of stuff. And I, I really want to see... I want to see a trailer. Um, which I'm okay with it holding out. Because some movies have like 12 trailers before a movie comes out. But this one, there hasn't been any trailers so far. And if it follows Cloverfield Lane then there won't be a trailer for this one until possibly next month. Um, so that's a good window for that one. Another movie that's on here is um, Black Panther, which, of course, um, it should be great. I'm not going to talk anymore about that one. It should be an awesome movie. Another one here is on Annihilation, which looks like a cool kind of movie, but I'm not really sure. Natalie Portman is playing um, a character in here, so... It looks like they're doing animal stuff, and ah, I'm not really sure about that one. I feel kind of lackluster on this list so far, just because there's quite a few movies where some of them work, some of them look kind of weird. It just, you're not really sure. Another movie that's on this list is Red Sparrow, which it feels like it's a, a CIA operative, and Jennifer Lawrence is the, the main character, which I'm going to tire of movies like this. I really am. Um, there's too many movies like this that's come out so far in this past year or so, and they haven't really worked out for me so well. So for me, uh, I'd rather not see this movie, but I probably will just because, you know, I'm a movie buff. Another one that's coming out is um, Pacific Rim Uprising, which, and again, these movies are coming out. I'm not really a fan of it. So, for for me, I'd rather not watch it, but I probably will watch it just because let's see what the kaiju comes up with and and how big this other one is. It's, it looks kind of crazy. One movie I am excited for, though, is um, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. This looks amazing. Um, Alicia Vincander um, looks amazing in the role. And to have her follow after the footsteps of Angelina Jolie, perfect. I can't even say, oh, she doesn't look like um, Tomb Raider, but she does look like Tomb Raider. She does. Um, it's actually a new hip version of it, and I can't wait to see that movie, to be honest. I'm really, really excited for it. Another movie coming out is Isles of Dogs, which comes out in March, which I guess it could work, just because I haven't heard much of this movie, and so far it looks like it would be like a nice kid film, just that I'm not really too into that one as well. And last but not least, because I'll go on forever just talking about these few movies that's coming out in 2018. Um, and that might take up quite a bit of time. And the last one is um, Aquaman. Which, Aquaman should be good, I'm be honest. Aquaman looks like it'll be a fun little ride. And I want to see more from Jason Momoa. So yep, that's the thumbs, actually thumbs up. Because most of the movie I did like. There's only a few of them that I wasn't really interested in. 
I didn't go all, all 15, but um, it'll be all right. So our next one up here is both um, Alpha and Go um, Goosebumps 2 got pushed back. So they basically got pushed back. Um, Goosebumps 2 got pushed back roughly like uh, two years or so, I believe. I believe two or three years they got pushed back. And um, Alpha got pushed back a couple of months. So Alpha is like a Ice Age kind of um, Laura Croft kind of movie, which looks kind of cool. It feels like Laura Croft meets um, Grey. So um, if um, Alicia Vikander pops up and fights um, Liam Neeson, I'll laugh my butt off. But so far, it looks like it's going to be kind of like a mix between those two movies, which I didn't mind Grey. And, you know, Laura Croft looks, looks like a fun movie. So I wouldn't mind seeing Alpha. And it getting pushed back. There's really not much story behind it getting pushed back. So we'll see what exactly pushed it back in the next couple of weeks. Um, for Ghost, um, Ghost, why can't I say Ghost? For Goosebumps 2, there's not much to say about why that got pushed back either, except for folks have been speculating that um, whenever there's two Zach, um, Zach, why well, I'm saying Zach, that's weirdness. Um, when there's two movies by um, Jack Black, they normally bomb. So they're trying to push them further apart, which makes the most sense. But I've heard other stories where it's been pushed back because they want to make sure that this movie falls closer to Halloween, which I'm not sure which one is actually true. If it's the f- first one, then I understand because there's only so much of Jack Black I, I could take. To be honest, it's, he's one of those characters where it feels like Melissa McCarthy, where it's like, there's only so much I could take of her. And the same with um Kevin Hart, which is like, there's only so much I could take of them. If they do, like, one or two moves a year, I'm fine. But when it comes down to, like, three or four, I'm like, nah, I can't do them too much. So, depends on what it is. I guess a thumbs up. If it's the second reason where I just want to push it towards Halloween, then thumbs down. So, hopefully it's the first of the two where it's because of it being a Jack Black movie and they want to separate as much as possible. I'm fine with that. So, this is um next entry here which is a bunch of images that came out from the director of um, the Suzanne movie. So he has a little photo shoot, which is kind of cool. He has um, the toys of Suzanne, Black Adam, and Freddy Krueger, and Superman as well. I'm even mentioning that too. So he has like different images, has Suzanne, has like guns in his hand, um, attacking Black Adam. It's quite a quite a couple of funny um, images back and forth between these two characters and it looks kind of cool it reminds you of um of ken dolls and how you can mix that with um gi joe dolls and how you used to fight with them both so it looks like that and funny little um pictures and um little frames and then you have where freddy cougar pops in as well to help out um Sazam, so it's kind of funny to see all these images pop up, and of course Superman pops in where he decides he's not going to mess with these folks. Uh, it looks cool, kind of cool. I give it a thumbs up. It's it's a very refreshing thing when you're able to have a person, you know, mix their toy lines and and try to bring some levity to you know their franchise. 
So I, I can't wait to see more of this um, from this um, director, just because there's been so much stories coming out of the Sazam um, camp that to see something that's funny and as cool as this is definitely a plus. And I wouldn't wouldn't mind seeing more just because it keeps Sazam in the top of your mind because this movie's been coming out for quite a bit of a while. There's been talks from um, the hiring of the Dwayne The Rock Johnson to hiring um, Zach Braff, I believe, and then it not getting too much um, hype around it. So it's been it's been a long time in the running. So to see the fact that they're coming out with some images like this, which is kind of fun and cool images, makes you really think about the whole franchise in general, which is a good thing. Um, next thing I have up here is a bunch of images came out for the upcoming movies for 2018. So you have one in particular that looks amazing is the Jurassic World 2, where that's a dinosaur. It's for the Empire cover. It's where a dinosaur is looking dead at their faces, and they look very cool. It really does. Another picture that pops out in my head is the Mary Poppins Returns, which it looks very, very good. Um, looks very, very clean. Looks very crisp. Um, other ones that pop out, of course, is Black Panther. There's a couple of Empire pictures there um, that shows up, which looks pretty nice. Um, a Wrinkle in Time is a movie that I'm kind of interested in seeing. It's because it has a nice little concept. And it's always cool to see Chris Pine do other characters and roles. Uh, another one that looks pretty nice is Ready Player One which they have a few images in here as well. It looks kind of nice. And also the new mutants. That, those pictures look very, very interesting. Um, and last but not least, the images from X-Men Dark Phoenix look superb. I'll be honest, there's one image with um, the Jean Grey character, and Wow. It looks amazing. It really does. I, I gave it a thumbs up all the way. All those images look very, very cool, and I can't wait to see more from 2018. So, this is final trailer for um, All in the World. All the Money in the World, sorry. And this is the one where there's been a lot of controversy because Chris Plum, um, Plummer basically got put into the movie at the very last minute because... They got rid of um, Kevin Spacey because all the scandal stuff happened. So seeing that they reshot all his um, scenes there, it, it's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's unfortunate because, you know, that's a whole lot of money that they go through to reshoot um, different frames. So when I saw this trailer, it looked kind of cool. And it brought a lot of the scary vibes that you want to have in your movie. So for me, I give this a thumbs up. Um, it makes me really want to see it, and I really want to see what Chris um, Plummer, Christopher Plummer, could come up with, and his rendition of this character. Just because I'm thinking of Kevin Spacey in this role, and he will be a good fit, and Chris Plummer, he will be a good fit as well. But I felt like they could have picked someone else for some reason. I, I kind of want someone else that's more menacing. Because this character, it feels like the character he played in Inside Out with um, Denzel Washington. It feels like the same character he's playing there too. 
which it, it felt kind of weird. Well, actually, in Inside Out, he was m- more helping of trying to give them money. This one, he's not really trying to give them money at all. But for me, it's kind of wish to pick someone else, to be honest. Um, truth be told. But all in all, this trailer looks pretty good. And I can't wait to see this movie as well. So this one's a thumbs up. So the last thing I have here for this podcast today is the the new trailer that came out for Dens of Thieves. Um, man, this trailer is amazing. Um, it's so it's like a one or two few more scenes from the whole movie itself. It's the basic. If you haven't heard about this movie, it's gonna be the new movie that comes out on January nineteenth, and it stars Gerald Butler. And has um O'Shea Jackson um, Jr., which is Ice Cube's son, and has quite other folks um Fifty Cent in here as well, and you have quite a other few folks that you might recognize from their faces. But this movie alone, the trailer looks amazing. You have the set of um very very gangster police officers that they make sure to get the guys that. They're like the the boogeyman, basically. So it, it's a, it's a crazy concept, and it's kind of cool to see it come out on the screen. And Gerald looks like he's he really looks very very good in this in this role. So I can't wait to see more from this. Um, I'm actually excited for this movie. I can't wait to see this movie that comes in theaters. Um, this one is always thumbs up. It, it's I can't speak too much more about it. It just looks like a very very cool trailer. And hopefully that they haven't given away too much and there's a whole lot more to this movie because that's my one fear is that all the great action scenes will come here and then you see the movie and it's like, oh, it's basically the trailer itself. So hopefully there's quite a few twists in here. Hopefully there's quite a few turns. Hopefully some of these clips that came out were in the um, deleted scenes, which I'm okay with because as long as you keep the same vibe in the movie... And to keep it where it has the same, you know, um, action um, kind of pace, then I'm good with that. So I can't wait to see this movie in movie theaters. I really can't. I really want to see more from it. Just the first trailer got me, and this one kept me going. And it didn't really give away too much of the whole movie itself. So I, I can't wait to see more. It, it just... This increased my hypeness, which that's what the trailer is supposed to do without giving away too much of the story. So, um, this is basically the end of the podcast. Um, you can find us on social media. at uh, um, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, and iTunes at Bring On The Reviews. You can also email us at bringontherreviews at gmail.com for any questions, inquiries you might have. You can find us on Twitter, which is Bring On Reviews. Know the in that one. And use the hashtag BringOnReviews for any comments, personal reviews, and any suggestions you might have. Go also visit the website, which is www.BringOnTheReviews.com for any movie reviews and this podcast as well. You can find me on social media, which is mostly on, on Snapchat and Twitter. I do have an Instagram as well, but I use Snapchat a lot. Um, you can find me there at Dwight and C. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can email me at dc at bringonderreviews.com. And I'll catch you reviewers next time.